It's time now for Pickin' and Puttin' with Clay Smith's quantitative anthology of stories behind the songs we know and love to hear and just how they evolve. Plus, a stroke of genius from Dr. Rick Zollinger, a golf nut who will present qualitative narratives from the pages of his own case studies in golf. It's Pickin' and Puttin'. Clay Smith. Welcome to Picking and Putting, along with my great co-host, Dr. Rick Zollinger. Dr. Z. We be picking and we be putting. We are picking and putting at each other. I know that. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Well, that's why we're here, man. What's going on? Well, I'm reading royalty. I got a new idea we're going to have every episode. A friend of mine said, let's do a shout out. So we're going to do a shout out this week to Bill Powell in Madisonville, Kentucky. Okay. And Bill, on the ninth hole, a 324-yard hole, got an albatross. No way. Yeah, man. He made a hole-in-one. All his buddies at Madisonville Golf Club were promoting him. And I want you to know, he shot a 64. Really? He's a little out of my league and your league. But that's a shout-out to Bill What did he do on the backside? I don't know. Well, I mean, he must have shot, I think he shot 30, 34, but I may I'm be wrong. Kidding. <laughs> Crazy. Wow, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yep. Okay, hey, well, we'll, re- move, we'll move it along and uh, take over, man. Yeah, I like it. Okay, well, you know, I mean, you, you have a hat that signifies royalty. And uh, recently, um, Taylor Swift, the great Taylor Swift, the controversial Taylor Swift, <laughs> <laughs> the, the kid who knows and does it all. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she released a new album uh, as a surprise uh, entitled Folklore. And uh, the uh, single release from the album is the, uh, the last great American dynasty. And uh, gosh, you know, Taylor Swift, from the standpoint of uh, being a songwriter, she's uh, her narrative is always centered around her personal life. Um, she's received widespread critical acclaim. Um, she's received a lot of criticism. <laughs> but uh, this gal was born in uh, West Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, she relocated to Nashville. And uh, gosh, has had, she had so many great years uh, as a country music artist. And uh, then she got in a legal dispute with her label. And uh, that's ongoing, as a matter of fact. So uh, well, maybe some. Wasn't she the one that went after all the uh, music sharing things too? About exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. She I've, she's got a lot of savvy. She's a smart girl. Uh, smart. Dolly young, a Dolly spinoff. A smart young lady, and yeah. uh, she's burning on all cylinders, and she's amassed a bloody fortune. Yeah. But anyway, as the story goes with this this last great American dynasty, um, I guess during the pandemic and being uh, sheltered in, um, she had time to do a lot of research and she reached into her introspective. And uh, as a matter of fact, she reached for a story that was close to her by way of an acquisition. So that said, um this this single 
the last great American dynasty is about Rebecca Harkness. And Rebecca was a divorcee who married William Harkness from the Cleveland area. And that's the family that founded Standard Oil Company. <laughs> she <Yeah>. married well. <laughs> uh, an eclectic uh, lady. Um, you know, just an aside, the Cleveland waterfront at the turn of the 20th century was the, the spot of wealth in the United States. No question about it. That's no question. Guys lived. Of course, they they you know they also commuted back and forth to New York, and they had a summer home in Newport, Rhode Island. Yeah, that, that's a great golf spot. Yeah, but uh, that's another uh, story. The, probably the wealthiest concentration of wealth on earth. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, that said, um, Taylor Swift in 2013 bought what was called the Holiday House. And it was the Harkness family house. This was their summer retreat right on the oceanfront in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, so she started doing research about the house and uh, Rebecca uh, wound up with the house when uh, Mr. Harkness passed away, gosh, I think it was 1954. Okay. And uh, she was a and kind of uh, labeled an outcast by the uh, movers and shakers of Newport. Uh, as a matter of fact, she loved dance and she, she actually set up a domed tent and started her own ballet company. <laughs> uh, she was known to throw very wild parties. Uh, for one party, she actually filled up the pool with Dom Perignon. <laughs> she wow. got sick of her neighbor's uh, dog barking and she had one of her uh, servants uh, go across the fence and dye the dog lime green. <laughs> hey, there was no chlorine in that pool either. No need. Oh my God. Holy man. cow. So on and on it goes. And so it, it's all about. Rebecca's antics. And then in the end, uh, Taylor assumes a first person position and kind of equates herself to Rebecca because the people have basically had it with Taylor Swift's entourage on the beach and her security guards and one thing and another. So it's pretty, it's pretty classic. I like it. She's done the research and done the thing. So, uh, on and on it goes, but she's reinvented herself, you know? I mean, she's a pop artist now. I mean, she's out there in the mainstream and uh, she's in pop culture and all the rags all the well, time. Well, you know what, what makes her fun too, even to our generation and me and through the kids and the grandkids and everything is, she's one of those that she'll have a song and the kids will say, stop, I wanna hear that. And and you'll next thing you know, you're learning it and you're singing it in the car like karaoke. So exactly. She's the last great American dynasty. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm talking about golf dynasties. And so you well, look I, royal today. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with my royal. I've got my PGA shirt on. Everything. Nice. So, and this is honored Justin, Justin Thomas for his winning. Oh, nice. No kidding. Hope he wins some more. But anyways, off the cuff. So the yeah. Harmons, 
And it's really not, everybody comes up and thinks about Claude Jr., which is Butch, but, but the Harmons were more than that. And they really were based on their father and their mother, like any great family. No question about it. But there Master were four, winner. There were four brothers, couple sisters, big, big family. And uh, as somebody said, they're equivalent to the Kennedys in politics, the Harmons are to golf in, <laughs> in the United States. And so Claude Harmon was the dad. A little different bank account, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, although, although. Oh, no, I know, I know, you're right. Pretty successful. Highest paid teachers on earth. <laughs> well, here, here's, here's, I always love these. So Claude Harmon, you know, won the PG, or won the Masters in 48. Mm -hmm. He got, he got $2,500. Can and, you imagine? And yeah, and his green jacket, which, which that's the gist of this story, because all the brothers, became teaching pros, head pros, Bill, Dick, Claude Jr., which is Butch, uh, yeah. Craig. Um, they were all, you know, head pros, teaching pros all over the United States. But, but the key was the dad's coat. And, you know, he won the Masters, so he won in 48. <laughs> well, here's, here's, the, here's my favorite story. Okay. Well, so the only one that didn't get a coat or get a replica to put in their clubhouse, a couple of them in Houston, uh, Oak Hill, uh, where uh, I think Craig was pro and dad had been pro. Well, <laughs> the only one that didn't get one was Butch, but Butch claimed he got one because Tiger won and he talked. <laughs> but the best, the best story is you like this one. Bill caddied for Jay Haas. That's correct. At the Masters. Yeah. Okay. And so he also, I think, was his instructor at some point. But, but the story goes that he went up to his dad and his dad was a dad he was sitting out on the lawn and one of those things and he had you know his green jacket on and he had food all over his green jacket oh my oh my and so the son goes up to him and says well dad huh? you know you got to be more careful with your green jacket you got to keep <laughs> it clean and stuff and his dad turns to him and says and he's dressed in his white overalls caddy overalls he says son you keep your white tuxedo clean and I'll take care of the green jacket. <laughs> classic line. Isn't man. that a classic? Oh. I bet you Jay Haas would love that one. Yeah, baby. Oh. Well, the other one, each son had a story. And this one, Craig, Craig was the uh, pro, I think, at Oak Hill. And he shot, he, you know, they always now, Claude the dad. Claude the dad was head pro at Wingfoot, was he not? It, yeah, yes. But yeah, let's see. yeah, but he and he, yeah, he was head pro at Wingfoot, yeah. and then he summer proed or he winter proed at Seminole. Okay, there you go. And there and therein lies the story. Couple stories with Claude. Two nice, two nice munis. <laughs> what What's the most significant thing about Claude when he won the Masters? You know what it was? He was I a club it. pro. Okay. Wow. And he would play all the time and bet at Seminole with Hogan. So he played oh with Hogan. He got prepared, and Hogan said, well, are you going to play? Well, That's a nice casual match. Yeah. So then, he went, so then he went and won the Masters. But here's yeah. the other story. So he holds the records at – let me get these right because I've got them written down. It's amazing. So he holds – he shot 60 at Seminole, Okay. And his, he told, that was the story with Dick, his one son. He told Dick was going to go play Seminole in the 80s. He says, Dick, tell you what, son, when you get to 60, you walk off the course and call me and tell me what hole you're on. 
I, you know, oh, oh man yeah that, you gotta love this dad story i but love that i gotta remember he, that at wingfoot you were right at wingfoot he was the head pro yeah and he, he shot 61 on both courses which i don't know if they still stand but that's nuts they were still standing as records that's nuts isn't that crazy Gosh. um but wow. yeah he did that in uh that's beautiful. Uh, oh, here's another one. Here's another good story. <laughs> so Butch calls home. Butch, of course, tried to play the tour in the late 60s and 70s before he became a great teacher. And he had a lot of dad's drive and, and temperament and stuff. Well, anyways, he called his dad one time and said, well, you know, I, I didn't do well. You know, I, I missed the cut. And his dad says to him, he says, well, damn it. I thought you were leading the tournament. I must have had my paper turned upside down. <laughs> I wish I'd have known him. I These mean, guys were comics. <laughs> and, 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 and as you read about it, it's like reading about uh, Winnie or Barbara Nicholas and all that oh stuff. The mother, the mother was the glue because it was a yeah. big family and it was oh, all boys, okay. and they were not surprising. A lot not of temperaments there. But the other thing that's kind of fun to the whole family story, like I said, it all involves, we all know the greatness of, of, the, of the sons as coaches, but they dealt with tragedy like any family, alcoholism, deaths, stuff oh, with the man. kids. But the other part yeah. I want to throw out there to you to take okay. away is I always love the downstream flow. It's sure. like, it's like uh, Jay with, with the brother so, Patty and Forbes. Well, yeah. listen to this, listen to this, list of people okay. dave marr worked worked for the father jackie okay. burke dick mayer who won the open mike suchak jack lumpkin good great sea island yeah. fame well the, claude Harmon senior taught jack lumpkin how to do sand play and guess who jack lumpkin taught <laughs> davis love the third so you know there's this there's this progression down the road yeah, he was at sea island for years oh yeah and and he yeah. taught and that's interesting that, as an aside, you know, Davis, Davis did the little CBS run and he's going to go back and do golf. And I don't blame him. You know, he lives in, Sea Island is heaven. Right. And he, right. I, I think, I think he should go out and enjoy himself. You know, his family's had a lot of stuff the last few years. So no that's, like, that's a total. It's burned down a whole bit, man. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I had three more. Jeff, Jeff Sluman was coached by Craig. Elkington oh. was coached by Dick and Jay Haas by Bill. Butch coached Greg Norman and Tiger. I mean, my God, you know. Claude the third is at it, you know. He's yeah. doing DJ now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's deep roots. That that is royalty in golf for yes, sure. It is. is it not? I mean, it's my I mean, goodness. That's a bloodline. When I started going through the stories, I mean, think about Arthur Smith or or Dick, <laughs> Dick Zollinger, and you go back to your dad. Hey, you man. He'd look at you with a straight face and go, well, that's real good, son, but <laughs> now I did this. And you go, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Or okay. Arthur would say, no, you play it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. He didn't like your riff, right? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, I, Classic I stories, man. Yeah. It's it. It's a lot the of the last great American dynasty. That I tell you what I I I I like her. I like a little spire. Hey, 
you know? The, you the moral know. of the story is don't fill up your pool with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the turn of, the, uh, when those houses were built back then, if you've ever gone up to Biltmore House, they, oh, had, yeah. a, they had a swimming pool there. Well, oh. they didn't have pumps and all that. They fill the pool and then oh. about three days later it turns green. Right. So they basically, right. champagne may have been a good idea. Hey, baby. Yeah. Build in chlorine. That's what uh, Jed Clampett called the cement pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a great show that was. <laughs> hey, we're, we're totally off tangent there now, you know. All right, Dr. Z, what's the quote of the day, baby? Okay, the quote of the day. I got two. Okay. And Oh man, there's a whole bunch of them from Muhammad Ali, but you're gonna. No like way! Them. All right. Okay. Cassius. <laughs> Two. Yeah, Cassius Clay, then Muhammad Ali for you younger folks out there. That's right. One is service to others is the rent you pay for being here on Earth. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and that's a real good one right now. It's all about taking care of other people. That's oh, where no you're. Kidding. That's where your heart Jiminy. is. And there's a, here's a good one, too, for, for thinking about what you can do. If my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, I can achieve it. Wow. So for all you young folks out there, be Muhammad Ali. Dream it. Do it. Dream it, do it, and achieve it. I love it. it. Hey, keep the cards and letters coming. And uh, become a part of the shout-out crowd, man. Dr. Yeah. Z is going to shout-out at you. Send us your story. The contact uniqueness. Us, contact <laughs> us on our webpage, at our emails, Rick and Clay at pickingandputting.com, and uh, get a hold of us there. And we're welcome to shout you out and promote your club and your excellence in golf, which we don't have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Until then. Until same then. time, same station. Goodbye. Good luck. Good health. God bless you, everyone. And we be picking, and we be putting. Have a good week. See you later.